Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Creed Podcast. We talk about motivation, experiences, and we explore the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers. I'm Ethan. And I'm Jared. And today we're doing a special episode. We're calling it our Favorite Things episode. We talk about gadgets, maybe cool things we bought recently, uh, and more. So Ethan and I are going to each share five of our favorite uh, things that we've uh, maybe we use or something that uh, we really like. And maybe this is going to be a good Christmas present opportunity for yourself or maybe for uh, a loved one. Or uh, So it's going to be fun. We'll, we'll chat through some of the stuff we like. And it'll just be a kind of a relaxed episode, chatting about some cool stuff. So let's uh, let's get going. All right, let's do it. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Most valuable commodity I know of is information. And that, my friends, is called integrity. That's called courage. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of. Either you're somebody or you're nobody. You're not the devil. Your practice. So we were talking about uh, this time of year is just really slow at work. Uh, I feel like it's like a ghost town around work. Everybody's gone the last two weeks of work. It's just like, man, it's like this week. No one's no one's in the office. Next week, almost almost everybody's out of the office. It's just like. It's a nice time, but then also you're like, why am I even here, man? <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes it feels like it's like the calm before the storm because you know that like in January it's just going to go bonkers. Oh, yeah. And like every everybody's got new projects and there's new budgets and and everything else. But Oh, yeah. It's all right. It's, it's, there's, actually, there's a couple people um, on our team that uh, – they deal with with contracts that are ending at the end of the year, and um, a lot of times those contracts need to be extended, like they expire December twenty or December thirty first, mm-hmm. and they need to be extended. But a lot of times they we don't get they don't get word that those contracts need to be extended until like two days before when they finally get approval. And so there's some people on our team that like this is busy season. You know, the last two weeks of the year, it's like everybody, all these business partners are trying to crunch and get the final, you know, budget approval and everything to to extend these contracts that they're doing. And so, you know, it's like two days before the end of the year, you know, or, or two days after Christmas or whenever. And, and they're like, oh, we got approval. Please extend this contract. And so they got, you know, people from our team have to go in and and extend the resources and contract and all that kind of stuff. Um, hmm. Luckily, I don't have to. I don't have to do that, um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's kind of crazy. We we do uh, hotel seating at work, so yeah, you, you your seat kind of changes. You just kind of sit. You, you schedule a oh, desk really? for that day, whatever's open. That's uh, called hotel seating. It's kind of annoying you and, have to go um, and schedule a desk for the day. Yeah, I mean you can schedule out like three months in advance, so they do give you a little bit, but. A lot of times on the busy days, there's like not even desks on our on our floor. We have to like go to a different floor. Oh wow! But uh, there have not been there have not been any issues with finding desks in the past week. When I was at Goldman, they they did a like a pilot of that uh, because it, it was like the, the science behind it is is that like because people are on PTO, people are out of the office. It like it makes it so like you let's say you have ten, let's say you have a hundred seats. 
And like on a normal day, you probably only have like 90 people there. So it actually, instead of having like 100 people that have their solid desk, it actually allows for you to have more people. So instead of only having the capacity to have 100 people employed there, you could maybe have 110 people employed there. And then on average, if you have like, you know, 90, 95 people there, then you only need 100 desks, but you have to, but it has to be exchangeable to where, you know, somebody's just getting a new desk all the time. And so they tried yeah. it and it was just like, people absolutely hated it. Uh, the pilot was kind of yeah, a fail. Well, well, ours was like a, like a post COVID thing. It was like, oh, really? You know, we're, we're hybrid. Everybody's just coming into the office like, you know, two, maybe three days a week. And so, you know, it's like you don't need a, a solid desk if you're only coming in two days a week. But then it was like, so we, so they did that and they renovated all the campus to, to be this desk, this seating. And then they were like, oh, well, you know, actually we're going to come in three days a week. And then it was like six months later, it was like, well, actually we're going to be coming in four days a week. And then it was just like, you know, a lot of people were just coming in five days a week. And, and so it's, it's, but yeah, it's all right. There's, pros and cons i guess typically typically about three o'clock there ain't nobody there no everybody bails out yeah so but, what else you got going but it on? is but uh not too much just kind of we, we took the kids to see santa claus today which is always nice oh yeah um i was i was telling jared before the before we pressed the record button uh that for some reason today i was just i, I was just not dadding very well and uh man my patience my patience was just like zero um just trying to trying to d- drill down into the um underlying issue of wh- why do i have zero patience with the kids like as if there was if there's any whining or complaining or whatever i was just like nope i'm done like what did you have for lunch um, I don't know. I didn't have lunch. Hey, maybe you were no, hungry. But but there's quite a there's quite a few days I don't have lunch. Maybe I mean that could that could possibly be it. I worked through lunch today. Ma'am, busy day, no lunch. That'll wear you out. Yeah, I could that could. And then you go off to work and wait in line to, for to see Santa. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's well. Actually, no, we had an appointment. Luckily, oh, so gosh. we just got right, we got right in to see the big guy. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but you know, that's just that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yep. I think I think the biggest thing is recognizing it, and um, to a certain extent, you know, that's why I have an amazing partner who helps me. And so I even told my wife, I was like, I was like, look, my patience is running super thin with the kids right now. And she kind of managed a lot of the bedtime. You know, I was around and I was helping and stuff like that. But yeah, she she kind of took the reins and was like, you know, well, well, I got things tonight, you know. So, yeah, that's good, man. It's good to tell your to be in communication like that and just be like, hey, I'm at like a zero percent patient wise. I remember we're like when our our second oldest child, he was a baby, he would just be like screaming, crying at night. And like, yeah, you know, I'd go in there for like 10 minutes and just try to comfort him for like 10 minutes when he was screaming. 
and then like <laughs> your patience gets like it, it's like your stamina in like a video game it just gets wiped out so quickly <laughs> and then my wife comes in and then she watches in for another 10 minutes and then she's out in the nine minutes just like you know you just gotta tag team it yep yep that's how it works yeah I can't imagine being like a single parent, man. That'd be rough. Oh gosh, yeah. Like a single single mom just trying to get stuff done. That'd be crazy hard. Yeah. Or even a single dad for that matter, but you don't see a lot of single dads. I mean, after divorce, no. yes, but I think you see more single moms. Yeah, well, and a lot of times, you know, like a single dad or you know, sometimes too a single mom. I mean, I guess it depends on the situation, but you think like single dad is still maybe working during the day or um I don't know, I feel like there's a lot less there's a lot less assistance for single dads than there would be single moms, but Yeah. I got a, a crazy story that recently happened. I'll just give the the highlights of this crazy thing. So like we were the neighbors were having like a party in the front in the front yard. And there was like these delivery people that were just like in a regular old, I don't know if they're delivery people or what, but just like this, these two people uh, in this like old beat up car and they're like whizzed down the street. Right. And uh, I was kind of doing stuff around the house. I was in and out. My kids were over there playing. There's probably like 15 kids over there playing this guy's front yard and a bunch of adults standing around. And like, so this guy whizzes these people whiz past and then like, two of the ladies that were standing there like tried to walk down the street to like be like hey can you guys slow down but i think before they could get there the person just like whizzes back up the street and uh one of the guys uh, who's in the group he's from australia and he just like he flipped him the bird and was like slow down you know and they basically like slammed on the brakes and they just this this like six six three probably 200 pound uh, person, this this guy, like stepped out of the passenger seat and he just started yelling. And I heard, I saw him like pull up his pants, like he was getting ready to fight, you know. And I was like, "What is going on here?" Uh, and so I I kind of came out of the garage and started to walk over towards that side of the street. And this kid, he's like, "I'm 16 years old, and you just flipped me off." And he he was like ready to fight. Uh, and he was like cursing like crazy, and everybody was just like in, in front of all these in little of, like in front you of know, all those little less than ten year olds. Yeah, he's cursing like crazy, and he's like, "I'm sixteen year old, and you're flipping me off," and he's like, "Dude," and then he's like cussing like crazy, and he's like, and he's calling this guy a racist because he's like, "Oh, the only reason why you flipped me off is because I was because I'm black, and I'm not even from this neighborhood, and, and you just flipped me off." And he's like, I flipped you off because you were speeding like crazy. And we've got kids out. And the lady that was driving, which she was probably like, I don't know, 20 or something. She steps out. She's got like 17 piercings in her face. And she's like, there was nobody in the road. So I was going fast. <laughs> and he's like, just because there's no one in the road. <laughs> That's not how this there, works. Doesn't mean there couldn't be in like two seconds. And she was like losing her mind. You know, she was playing race card all this kind of stuff i mean it, it was like that was the it was like that was the first thing that they played it, as soon as they stepped out of the car that's the that's the the trump all yeah and uh it was starting to escalate and i kind of just like walked across the street and i was trying to mediate a little bit i was like guys it's just 
I was trying to mediate with some of the some of the guys that were from a neighborhood that were like speaking to them. I was like, you can't reason with these people because it was clear that they were unreasonable, right? I was like, you can't reason with this. Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let them leave. And like this one guy started to like lose it, man. He was like, this is unbelievable. And he like pulls, he's like, I'm pulling out my cell phone. <laughs> so he pulls out his phone and he just starts recording. He like he, their license plate. And he's like, these people, you know, they just being, and I'm like, dude, this is, this is not a solution, man. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, and, uh, they got pissed. They got even more pissed and they're, you know, come out with all these like then they were now they were the ones coming out with all the racial slurs and stuff you know honky cracker all this kind of stuff and i was like dude just let it go and they and meanwhile this 16 year old kid who looks like a football linebacker is like cussing up a storm like you wouldn't believe and all the kids are like what is this going on and eventually they just kind of like got in the car and, and then um they like sped off she's like i'm gonna speed off right now and he's like, I'm calling the police. And then, like, the one guy that was, like, losing his mind that was in the neighborhood, that was from the neighborhood. Anyway, they sped off, and then he was like, sorry, I just got so upset. I just uh, I, I just recently had a confrontation like this, and it just really triggered me. And I was like, dude, you just made the whole situation worse. You should just ignore the people and let them <laughs> go away. But I, I think about that a lot. I, I thought about how I responded to that situation a lot. Uh and like what I could do better next time. So one thing that I th- was thinking about is that like all the kids were just like still standing in the front yard playing. Meanwhile, this kid is like acting like a crazed lunatic. Like if that kid hasn't been to prison already, he's going to be in the next five years or he's going to end up dead. Uh, it, with the way that he was acting, it was totally unhinged. And, uh, it, <laughs> and so I was like, next I was like what should I have done I was like you know what I should have done I should have like called all the kids I'd be like hey all the kids let's go into their this person's backyard and let's play in the backyard I should have taken all the kids out of that situation like in hindsight that's what I that's what I should have done um because I didn't really know what to do I like me confronting it further and like further escalating it if I would have gone up and be like hey you guys get out of here and like really tried to put my foot down it only would have escalated from there because I was dealing with somebody that was totally unreasonable, and it probably would have ended up with a fight. And you know, I don't want to. I don't want to like run the chance of like me getting on the news, like beating some sixteen-year-old black kid to a pulp. You know, so uh, it was just like. So I, I I didn't want that to escalate like that, but I didn't really know what to do. So in hindsight, I think it's just like whenever a situation like this happens, I need to think like, okay, one. Can I get away from the threat? And then can I get the people who are like being victimized away from this threat? Which in that situation, all these kids were being, they heard all kinds of expletives that they probably have never heard before. Uh, Cause this guy was laying them all out there. there was, he was saying stuff I'd never even heard before. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, after, after, after well, we were, that's, that's creative. Yeah. I mean, the other couple of, the, couple of their dads were like, Hmm, have you ever heard that someone say this before as an insult? <laughs> but, uh, so I think you know what like next time I just need to like be more aware of the situation and try to get myself or the kids to a better situation and if it like that's probably the primary thing I need to is just get away and then secondarily um if I need to then like shut it down but that's like only in a, like a need to situation so it was 
it was weird. It was intense, but I kind of gave it a lot of thought. Like it was a good kind of like a trial run of like what would I do, and next so the next time something like that happens, I can think a little bit more clearly because I've already thought it through. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. Think about Crazy what you're, story. Yeah, think about what you're going to do with something like that happens. You know, if someone comes in and like starts yelling and screaming and like getting in your face, like how are you going to react? What are you going to tell like your kids? Like, hey, kids, go play in the backyard. Or, or like, what is going to be your reaction? If you think about it beforehand, then you're not having trying to make decisions in the moment when someone's in your face screaming and yelling, uh, all kinds of stuff. So, anyway. That was a, a little story that a little lesson learned for me this past week. Yeah, but there let, you go. Should we get into our favorite things? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. So I've got five, and you've got five, right? Yep. All right, so my first one is we bought a sauna. It's a Serene Life portable inflatable, uh, not inflatable, portable infrared sauna. Uh, and we bought it off of Amazon. So it's like a one-person sauna. It is essentially the size of like a phone booth, for those of you who remember phone booths. But it's a, it's enough space for you to put one chair in and then sit down in it, or you could stand up in it. Uh, and it has like these panels on the side that are infrared panels that create heat. So it's not a it's not a steam sauna or like a steam room. It's a dry sauna. So it's actually really cool. Uh, we bought it. I, I was looking at the price today. It was four hundred four on Amazon, but there's a twenty percent off coupon. Uh, I think I got mine for around two fifty, but that was about a year or so ago. Uh, it's really cool, especially in the winter time, to just you know get in there, uh, sweat out a little bit. It's really good. I actually have a red light in there as well to do some red light therapy. Tip: I have it in my garage, so typically I'll just uh, I have a chair. I'll put a towel down on the chair. Because they get super sweaty, uh, and then I'll just I'll just step in there naked, and put the red light on so that it gets my it's, it gets on my skin. We've talked about the benefits of uh, uh, red, red light, light therapy, therapy. Uh, and so do that. And you know it, it feels pretty good. My wife really loves it. She says that she feels like a high almost uh, when she does it uh, af- after getting out of the sauna, and it's it's pretty cool. I've actually used it uh, when I have done several. Uh, BJJ competitions if I'm trying to lose weight I'll jump in the sauna and just shed some water weight real quick uh, probably shed about three f- three ish pounds uh, off my off my weight so that I can come in uh, in my weight class that I signed up for so it's been really cool and in the summertime and the wintertime especially when, I, when I'm just like, oh I'm feeling a little bit chilly I'm gonna go jump in the sauna I'll try to jump in at least once a week uh, at first, I was doing it probably once every other day, uh, but it slowed down a little bit. But it's still really fun to jump in. So that's that's my first favorite thing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, awesome uh, kind of health benefits to a sauna. Oh yeah, it's good to just sweat out all the toxins and all this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. All right, that's a good one. Uh, my first one is actually this past year I bought a um, a code reader for my car um, so that it can read, like it can troubleshoot and read codes for like check engine lights and stuff like that. Um, a couple of our cars were are a little bit older, and so um, you know every now and then something would pop up, whether it was 
an issue with the engine or whatever else. And I hated having to like take it to, you know, um, a mechanic, and then they charge you like a eighty nine dollar diagnostic fee. Well, you can you go know, to like which auto parts store, and they'll do yeah, it for free. Or you go to like you got to go to AutoZone, yeah. and then you got to you know you plug it into AutoZone, and they'll just tell you like the 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 code number or whatever. So yeah. I like being in control. Yeah, and so for me. You know, I was able to on quite a few things this year um, that that went wrong. Um, I was able to just plug in my code reader into the um, OBD2 port in your car, and uh, you know, run the diagnostic and pull the codes. And I mean, it's not really super important which one you get. Um, so I mean, they're all, I guess they're all a little bit different. But uh, one that I got, I actually don't know the name of it. Um, but uh, it was a suggestion from a, a YouTuber that I watch that owns a car dealership. And he says that whenever he goes to, to auctions, he always plugs it into the cars before he buys them just to make sure that, that you know, there wasn't uh, the check engine line wasn't recently turned off or reset or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, see if there's any codes and what those codes are. And so for me, it's kind of cool because I, I like to tinker as well. And so. Um, you know, I think a couple months ago too, I had a, a misfire in one of my uh, cylinders in in my car, and so you know there was a misfire code, and so I went and ended up uh, changing all the spark plugs in the car, and that solved the issue. Check engine line went off, and I was able to, you know, it wasn't that big a deal. It was, you know, I was able to diagnose it. You know, I think it paid like thirty bucks in spark plugs, and then you know we we're good to go. Nice. So uh, that was kind of cool, just to. To kind of be in control of the diagnostic a little bit. That is cool. Very good. I'll have to, hopefully, I don't, I don't have to borrow that from you too soon. Yeah, here. if you need to, you can borrow <laughs> it. I, I want my lights to stay off on the car. Yeah. <laughs> Although the the those uh they have those new like tire sensors now that man those things come on all the time, especially like when the changing seasons, you know. Yeah, when it gets a little bit colder, I, we have one on on our car that just came on. Yeah. But. Well, cool. Uh, let's see. The next one here I have is I bought a dehydrator. Uh, now, this is what I'm using to make um, jerky. So I got it. It was like, let me see. It was it was called the Kosi uh, Food Dehydrator, $42.49. It actually has several trays that you like kind of put on top of each other. It's kind of the intro uh, level of a dehydrator, and it's actually really cool. Uh, they have a recipe book of all these different kinds of stuff. You can do fruits. Uh, you can do all kinds of meats. Uh, and I've done apples. I've done bananas. I've done uh, different uh, meats. Uh, actually, mostly beef, uh, but just different flavors and things like that. And it's actually been really cool. I did uh, apples and man with some cinnamon and some brown sugar. Those things were gone in like a day. <laughs> yeah, I probably ate three yeah. apples. The kids, the kids will just like chew them up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I wanted to get them so the kids could eat them, uh, and they could kind of work and use their jaws, uh, and were chewing hard chewing. Uh, I actually made a batch of the night, and I with I used like a I used soy sauce as like the the, the marinade, and it was way too salty uh, for so, apples. 
No, for jerky. Oh, as you see, beef jerky. Yeah, yeah. Jerky. I just was like, I'm trying to do like a simple marinade. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to marinate this in soy sauce with some like seasonings. And it's like so salty, I can't even hardly eat it. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I'm just still experimenting, you know. Uh, but it's been a lot, it's been a lot of fun and something that's pretty cheap that is also a great snack. You're like, oh man, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit snacky. Instead of grabbing chips, just grab some steak, <laughs> some jerky, you know, yeah. or some, uh, fried apples or, or some protein, or not fried, but like dehydrated, uh, some dry, yeah, dried, dried apples, dried apples or dried bananas. Although the bananas can get pretty hard though. Yeah. I did. We did strawberries once. Um, mm-hmm. And they were super bitter. They, they like really? they like lost all of their s- sweetness, which was interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but I like doing the apples. But I like not drying them too much. I like I like it when they yeah. have a little bit of chew to them. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But, okay, well, that's a good one. That's cool. Uh, okay, and one that that I got this past year that I actually really liked was so this get this is a uh, workout related. Um, I got these things that are called, they're called fat grips. And so basically what they are, I heard about them. Um, I've known about them for a long time, but uh, basically they're like these silicone, uh, hard silicone handles that are kind of like, I guess they're like rubbery type, but basically they are circular and they have an opening on one side. So they actually slip over like a workout bar, whether it's a, uh, you know, a, a benching bar or a curl bar or mm-hmm. even dumbbells. And what it does is it makes the 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 bar that you're holding on to uh, wider. Yeah. Um, and so it makes it fatter. Uh, Fat Grips, I think, is like the name brand. If you go on Amazon, they have like all kinds of knockoffs. I think I got some. Uh, they were like 26 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's like a whole lot of science that goes into it, but basically some of the uh, benefits, supposedly, of using the, the a, a thicker diameter when it comes to gripping uh, barbells and, and dumbbells and things like that, uh, they say it increases your, your grip activation because basically in order to lift the same amount of weight with a thicker grip, you have to squeeze harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so it... it uh, your forearms are better burning. Yeah, so it's uh, there for forearm development. Supposedly, it can help you to overcome plateaus. Like if you've plateaued, then you put these fat grips on and you work with these fat grips, and then you take them off, and it can help you uh, get over the hump of um, plateaus. Hmm. And then, um, you know, they, they say it's more joint-friendly on your wrists as well because you don't have such a small thing that you're grabbing. So I've been using them, um, and uh, I, I really like them. Uh, I would just kind of carry my bag around the gym and put them on different things. And even I'd put them, sometimes I'd put them on the machines and stuff that I was working on as well. Yeah. Um, and nice. it's it, it's interesting. I, I haven't worked with them long enough to be like, oh, yeah, these are making my forearms swole. Yeah. Uh, but I could definitely feel a difference using those versus not using them. Yeah. That I feel like it's it's more of a complete, like, arm workout versus just you know one thing or the other are you back so. in the gym now I know you, I know you guys kind of had a home gym there for a while but are you did you join a gym no no I got gym at work um oh, and okay. I got you know we got home gym as well um it has been a little while since I've been um back into it but uh that is uh, that is on the docket nice 
Hopefully, uh, yeah. maybe jujitsu is on the docket for 2024. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, Not out of the question. Nice. Well, very cool. Uh, anything else you want to mention on that? No. No, that's it. So the next one that I think is really cool is this year I got an Audible subscription. I think I got 12 credits, and it's like, and I got their uh, just access to their platform. Uh, I think it's for me, just like having the ability to listen to a book. Uh, it's like you're buying knowledge essentially. And it's so easy to just listen on the way to work. It makes going to and from work so much more enjoyable. Um, and so I, I burned through some of those credits pretty quick with some different books that I was listening to. Uh, and, uh, I enjoyed it much more than just kind of listening to, uh, you know, the news or the radio. Uh, I do some listen to some podcasts every now and then, uh, which is fun too. Uh, Brothers Creed podcast. Uh, you can listen to that, uh, obviously, before you listen to a book. <laughs> anywhere you any, anywhere you hit, anywhere you listen to a podcast. Exactly. And on YouTube. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Audible, it's kind of a cool thing. It's You can get a, a really good, it's kind of a good gift to give to someone because they can make whatever they want out of it. And it's a good way to say, oh, this new year, you know, I, I want to use a credit a month and I want to listen to a book a month or, or two books a month. And it's kind of passive listening, especially when you're driving. So for someone who's always on the go uh, and really busy, it's it can be a great gift. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I've, I used to have an Audible account and, and had a couple books there. And I like using the library as well. I have a library app oh, that yeah. has a lot of books on it. Uh-huh. I heard Spotify uh, actually has some books. Uh, Shan, my wife was telling me that uh, that they actually have some Audible books or audio books on Spotify that some of them may, may be able to purchase or some of them might be free. So I haven't explored mm-hmm. that yet, but that's something that's new. Cool. Um, all right. So a- another one for me, third one for me is a, a portable battery booster pack. Um. I got this. The, I got this on Amazon. The one I got is is a Noco Boost Plus. It was ninety nine dollars, and basically it's it's a small jump pack for your car. It's, it's about eight inches long, like four inches wide, so it's relatively two inches deep. So it's relatively small, you know, rectangle, um, and it'll jump your car battery from dead. Uh, I haven't had to use it for my own cars, but I've actually, I'd say over the past several months, had to jump two people that had dead batteries. It's just, oh, it's really? a lot it's a lot easier to use that. I mean, it's just a little portable thing that I have in the back of the car that literally you just go on, turn it on, clamp it onto the car, wait, you know, 10 seconds, and then it'll, and the person starts their car, and it'll start right up. Hmm. Um, and I think you have like, uh, I don't know, five or six jumps on a on it or something like that. Um, really? And it also has, like, a USB charger on it and a light and, you know, a couple other things. But it's it's actually pretty cool um, to have, especially now I was watching this video that was talking about how with cars nowadays being so computerized, mm-hmm. it is super easy to fry something whenever you're jumping another car with your car. Really, um, that there's like all these feedbacks and and there's even nowadays they say um, for when you're jumping another car, they say don't even turn your car on at all. Um, just leave your car off and just let your battery t- 
tether your battery to their battery and then have it charge their battery up uh, for for a while. Just let it sit and then have them start their car up. Oh, really? I've heard um, don't. I've, I've recently heard don't rev the other person. Don't other person don't rev their engine. Yeah, because it can like backfeed into your car and then it can like overcharge your battery. Isn't that the idea? To, isn't that the and, idea to backfeed into your car? <laughs> no, no, no. It can backfeed into the the good battery. Uh, oh, okay. Well, no, the person yeah. who's who has the good battery, and they're was, trying oh, to not charge to, your not, battery. They're trying to jump your not, battery, right? Yeah, that person not to rev their car. That person is not supposed to rev their car. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's there's like so many questions about it, but now I don't have to do it. I could literally just open up the back and uh, pull out this little jump pack and clip it onto their battery and go. Yeah. So I, we have one of those, but it only like will do like two jumps. Um, yeah. But that's pretty cool that yours has like five six on it. Yeah, so it's kind of nice. Um, that is cool. It's just one of those things you just throw in the back and, and have, have it. So. Have you seen that video of that guy who's like, he puts his two fingers on the one battery, and then he puts his other two fingers on the, on the other battery, and, it, and then he jumps the car <laughs> just through his body? Yeah, I have Some seen like that. Some old mechanic guy, you know? Like, yeah. Dang, man. That's funny. Well, cool. That's a cool thing. Uh, that sounds like a great deal. Uh, it has multiple jumps on it. Mine only has... It will like charge to one hundred percent, and then if you jump it, it goes all the way down to fifty percent. Oh, jeez! And so, apparently, the, it takes a bunch of power to to do that. Yeah. Well, typically, I charge it after every time I use it. So yeah, that's good. I have a buddy who has one that like he connected. He's like into overlanding type stuff, which is like you know you you basically outfit your vehicle. He is a forerunner to like you can go anywhere and do anything. Yep. So he has like a battery that's in there, like a and it's like always charging. Anytime his car is on, it's charging, and so it's like always ready. Actually, so that's pretty cool. I actually got a another car little gadget recently that is like an inflatable. Uh, you can plug it into your you know cigarette lighter. Uh, well, they don't have those anymore, but the the, the port, if you know what I mean, <laughs> not the cigarette lighter. Well, that's that's old school, man. I don't know when they did away with cigarette lighters, but you know the. The car port that you kind of can plug. Yeah, the into. power. Yeah, the power port. Yeah, so you can plug it in there, and you just set what you want your tire pressure to be. Uh, plug it in, and then it's just a tiny little compressor that just brings your tire to that that pressure. And so that's cool. If you're ever out somewhere and you've got a low tire, you can quickly uh, pressure it up. Or if you have to change your tire and the spare is low, you can easily do that. So I bought that for for my truck. Oh, that's nice. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like thirty bucks. So cool. Uh, was that one of your ones? Uh, actually, that was an extra one. But I, I'll just do a a, a different. That was an extra, an additional one. But <laughs> the one that I I recently purchased, and this was a little bit more expensive. This was uh, two hundred fifty bucks. I bought. Um, it's kind of like a faux leather seat covers for my Tacoma. Uh. Whenever I go to the gym in the morning, just almost half the time that I'm in my truck, I'm incredibly sweaty. So, like when I would go to jujitsu and I come back, I mean, I'm absolutely soaked in sweat. Or if I go to the gym, you know, you are sweaty. And so I have these cloth seats in the car, and I got really tired. I don't want to just sit on a cloth seat when I'm super sweaty, you know, because I don't want the car to smell bad, right? And I want like all my sweat to soak into the seat. Uh, so 
I was like putting a towel down and then it was like on and off. And I was just like, this is really annoying. And so I got these like seat covers that are basically like leather and I can sit on them and not have to worry about ruining the seat. I can easily clean them off with like a, like a rag and it covers the back seat and the front seat and it looks really, really nice. And so it's kind of something that I really enjoy using because it cuts, I don't have to like worry about ruining the seats and the car smelling bad. It's just uh, really convenient. So that was one of the things I bought. Nice. Yeah. Uh, one thing that, that I got uh, that we that we have is uh, we have one of those uh, handheld massage guns. I guess oh, yeah. like the brand name one is the, like a Theragun, but we don't have that one. We just have like one of the the like sixty sixty five or seventy dollar Amazon ones. Yeah, me too. And uh, the the one that we got actually is, it's held up really well. And man, that thing that thing is awesome. Like if I start to feel like a little twinge in my neck or if my lower back is sore, I mean you can get a a good work. Uh, massage with those and it, you can get deep and and um, you know I've I have noticed that a lot of times I'll do that my neck will be sore I'll get into it and I'll, I'll work on my neck or my wife will, will uh, you know run it on my neck a little bit and then, then you know it, it, the next morning it'll feel so much better and so nice. it's been super nice uh, having that little thing I, I think anybody anybody should get those for sure, one of those for sure that's good, man. Those are good. I have one too that we use quite a bit, especially to yeah. on your backs of your thighs to stretch out like your hamstrings and stuff. It really helps. Yeah. So the last one I have here is something that uh, I use every day. It's a phone case that's like a wallet as well. So I think I got this idea from you, Ethan, but it's just a, a, a phone case for my iPhone. And then on the back, it has just a little like... Uh, little flap that opens up it's it's buttoned down but when i open it up i have a a place for two cards so my license and then a credit card and then i have a little tiny pocket where i keep uh, a little bit of cash and it's so convenient not to have a wallet and then separately your phone uh, i mean I, I don't really need that much stuff in my wallet anyway i have my wallet at my desk at my home uh, so if i'm going out somewhere i need a different card i'll just get the right card that I need, but it's actually super convenient not to have to worry about two different things, you know, just, I'm always going to remember my phone, uh, and so I don't lose my wallet, you know, and I can always have someone call my phone, so I can get my ID and my credit cards and stuff, and so it's been a, kind of a really, something I use every day that I do like. Yeah, and they're cheap I completely too. agree. I think, oh, I bought mine for, it was $19. Yeah, I like having the the phone and the wallet together because I mean it's just kind of a hassle to have two different things and you're always going to have your phone with you. Yeah. So. Uh let's go on. All right, my my last one is uh I bought over the summer we uh travel out west um for a decent amount of time. And uh I work remotely while we do that and um I hate working and and not like not like just kind of working but I hate it when I have like actual real a busy schedule work to do and I have to do all that work on a tiny little laptop. 
Um, yeah, it's it's terrible. It's so small. You got to go like your emails and everything. And I'm so used to having multiple screens, two or three screens, uh, at my home office or at, at at work at the office. That whenever I have to do anything with just one my little laptop screen, I feel like I'm so inefficient. So I actually bought uh, this past year a portable monitor. Uh, it's oh, like cool. a 16 inch monitor. And uh, it's super nice. It's called an Arzopa. I think I just got it on Amazon. I think it was like eighty bucks. And um, it just has a, a USB C port that plugs right into your laptop, and it gets the power from your laptop, so you don't have to have an external power. Nice. Uh, and it just it drains your battery. Awesome. I bet. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. But if you're plugged in, yeah. If you're not plugged in. Yeah, typically I'm plugged in, and so it's not going to be you know, a big deal. But, yeah, when I was working at my in-law's house, it was just so nice having two screens. I have that screen and then my laptop that I can work off of, especially if I'm doing, like, got multiple Excel documents up or one email and another one this. And and um, and so it just made it super nice. And you can also use it for other things if you want to – it has like USB C, or I mean, it has a, a an HDMI port on it. You can plug HDMI into it. Um, you know, if you do that, I think you do have to use a power adapter to to so it can draw power. Um, but it's super nice, and it's super like slim and portable. So I can just throw it in my backpack when I you know go to the airport or when I travel. Uh, even when I do when I travel for work, and you know I'm in uh, a hotel room. You know, I just set it up on the desk, and a lot of times when I travel for work in the evenings, I'll just work anyway because it's not, you know. Yeah. If I'm if I'm in conferences or something during the day, then I'm missing emails and stuff during the day, so I'll just you know put on a movie or something and and hang out in the hotel room and and uh, work in the evenings, and so it just makes it so much easier, so much more efficient for me personally. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good one. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, we, we've covered some good stuff here today. Hopefully, uh, maybe there's something out on one of our lists that someone out there is like, oh, I might want to try that. And this is all fairly low-cost stuff. Um, I mean, I think the most expensive thing we talked about was probably the $250 uh, car seats, uh, <laughs> car seat covers that I got. But yeah, the or the sauna. Or the, the sauna. Yeah, the sauna's pretty expensive. Yeah, it was like 400 bucks. Probably about three, you know, 50-ish once you get the discounts and stuff, but... Uh, but they're cool stuff, and hopefully, maybe you can buy this for your uh, yourself for a Christmas present, maybe with some Christmas money, or uh, for someone else, or maybe it's like part of your New Year's uh, gift. You know, hey, I'm gonna start this habit in the new year, so I'm gonna do this. So, good stuff to think about. But you know, yeah. we you know just want to. I think it's important just for us to say thank you to all of our listeners for joining us. Uh, we're coming to the close of 2023, and we got one episode left this year. We appreciate you listening to us and and joining us on this journey. And we look forward to what 2023 bring what 2024 will bring and we'll talk more about that in our next episode. All right. Well, we're excited to uh be on this journey with you and let's build that creed together. Let's do it. Thanks.